Hey everyone, welcome back to the recap of the Walking Dead universe. We are here live every week to discuss the latest episodes. You can catch our recaps at any time on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and more. Subscribe for free in the app of your choice. For those of you joining us live today, thanks for taking time out of your evening to be here. I'm Tamara Ford, and I love a good TV show and a good book, of course. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Recap Pods. If you're into books, you can also find me at Shelf Addiction. Joining me is show co-host Lisa. Welcome back, Lisa. Yes. So before we get going, of course, we always want to remind you that we would love your participation in this conversation. So if you are listening live on Spreaker right now, hit us up in the comment section. And if you're in the replay crew catching it later, you can still comment on Spreaker or you can leave us a voicemail using the link in the show notes. So we do want to hear from you and hear your point of view. And you could be hearing yourself here on the show. That's right. Yes. So if you are new here, of course, we just want to tell you a little bit about us. We are laid back in our review style, right, Lisa? Oh, very laid back. This is a conversation, not a dissertation. Yes. No scene-by-scene breakdowns. We jump around. Huge spoilers all over the place. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. And if you're cool with that, then this is the place for you. So we are going to jump right on into episode three, Hunted. Did you like it? I did. I did like it. I, I liked, I thought there was a very interesting dynamic going on between Maggie and Negan, and I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked the episode, too. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch it twice, but I did really enjoy it the first time through. I even made some notes. I'm like, oh, I got to make some notes to remember this stuff. Fair. Yeah. You know, it, and, and I also, the, the whole, you know, Carol is still on her self-flagellation, you know? She, sure. Yeah, she feels really guilty about Connie, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, she feels guilty about everything. I mean, not just Connie, but, you know, the, the way that, you know, how Alexandria, you know, has fallen and Hilltop, and she's really taking the responsibility of all of that on. Yeah, and I don't think all of it is her fault. And actually, Maggie called it out. She said to Negan, it's his fault. This is all your fault. <laughs> well, and, I mean, I guess, you know, the thing of it is, is you know, depending, as you keep going back, you can keep assigning blame. I mean, honestly, we could go back and we could blame Rick. Mm-hmm. You know, because Rick's the one that went, oh, yeah, we're going to go after these people. We don't know anything about them. We haven't done any recon. We're just going to wipe them out. And it turns out it was just a little satellite. It wasn't the, you know, it wasn't Negan or his, you know, his primary group that really got Negan riled. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, again, I mean, there's, there's plenty of blame to go all around. I mean, and even if we don't go that far back, technically, because the kind of show it is, anything else could have happened, right? Anything. So. Exactly. Yeah, we know that's the world we're living in. But from the character's point of view, they're like, it's Negan's fault. And I get it. I'm not mad at her. No, and I mean, you know, I do I do I think that Negan could have killed um, her before that? Yeah, 
would he have probably died in the attempt? More than likely, which is why he didn't. You know, because he really couldn't, you know, except for the one scene where they had sex with their socks on. Oh, God. Yeah. That was pretty much the only time that the two of them were truly alone. And I really don't think they were even alone. Then I'm pretty sure the beta was somewhere in the vicinity. Oh, yeah. You know, it was. He was you, that scene freaking scarred me for life. I'm sorry. <laughs> it stuck with me, too. Yeah. Like, I don't want to remember that. But, um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> you know, but again, I mean, you know. But I can see it from Maggie's point of view because he was with Alpha's group when they took down Hilltop. Mm-hmm. Now, the look on Negan's face when he saw what she was doing, could you could tell that he was not per- privy to what it was that she had in mind, which was kill them all and, like, God sort them out. Right. Um, he really thought that she just wanted to, I don't know, capture Hilltop, which doesn't honestly make a lot of sense. But, you know, I, I don't think... Negan has been a lot of things, but wholesale slaughter has never been his M.O. It's always been retail. Oh. You're yeah. like, wholesale? No, thanks. No. Well, I mean, uh-huh. because, I mean, it, you know, he, he would kill a few people here and there to keep people in order. Yeah. Keep them in line. Yeah. Um, but as far as just going through and just wiping out everyone, he, Negan's never had any interest in that. Yeah. You know, so again, he's a bad guy, but he's not, you know, a raving psychopath. Like, you know, Alpha was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, fine distinction there. But, you know, so, yeah. but I, yeah, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, I mean, there, there's plenty of blame to go around for everything that happened. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think Negan's character, it, like, continues to show us that he's trying not to be that complete asshole. Like... Um, and he definitely is giving it that college try. Like, and, you know, and I don't know if he's faking it or not. I don't know. I I don't I don't really think he is faking it. I mean, again, if we go back to, to Negan's origin story, Negan wasn't a great guy. All right. He wasn't. But he wasn't a bad guy. Um, and. You know, even when, you know, so when he was trying to get his wife's medicine and everything, you know, he did, you know, he was very uncomfortable with, you know, taking a gun. He did take the bat, um, which became his little signature thing. But, but you know, he, he wasn't really a, a terrible person. He just, he wasn't a great guy, but he wasn't evil by any means. Mm-hmm. You know, he was mm-hmm. just a guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, I don't... So I don't really, you know, he's done a lot of very bad things, which in his mind made sense at the time for the world that they were living in. And so I, I really think he's he's trying to adapt. You know, mm. he knows he's not the leader. Mm. Um, for I, now. Right. And the thing of it is, I don't think he really wants to be the leader leader. Um, I think he's more interested in attaching himself to someone who's strong, like Alpha. Mm, I don't know. You give him too much credit. Well, no, I, you know, the reason I say that is because, you know, having, you know, the, the being the, the, the front man in any despot society, <laughs> you don't want to be the front man. You want to be the, the guy behind the guy, you know, <laughs> but he totally wants to be the hero as well. I could totally see him. 
like doing something real shady after they secure the food. And so he will look like the hero. I can see that shit trying to go down. So. Oh, yeah. Because Negan wants to be, he does want to be the hero. We all want to be the hero of our own narrative. Yeah. And, you know, Negan's no different. And, you know, he's, he's really, you know, part of it is he's, he's, he's trying to score brownie points, trying to get, you know, those, you know, look at me good points. He's and, trying to get the old timers to forget, right? Everyone yeah. just forget what I did. So I can weasel my way in there and just, yeah, I don't know. He, I just think he has a bigger end game, but I don't think we're going to have the time to see that bigger end game in this season. Um, so this episode, um, kind of opens like exactly where the last episode left off with like them fighting and you know running <laughs> from left completely alone yeah yeah and she almost bit it until what's his face helped her um and i don't you know with all the chaos i couldn't tell did he die or is he just drug off see i'm not sure so i have written down i'm not sure what was his name what was that guy's name i don't know i've been calling him deathstroke deathstroke <laughs> so i had thought that clearly i duncan the black dude died agatha right. died she got bit alden right. is a question mark and i just think maybe he just got drug off because i we never saw him die on screen right he, i mean you see him being flung back yeah so um, maybe they captured him could be because i have a feeling they're also gonna capture uh daryl because nope. we never see him again I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say nope on that one because i well i did not watch i did not go forward mm-hmm. i did watch the previews for the upcoming episode oh okay and yeah i didn't watch so, it um yeah, he's he's out there, you know, basically doing a reconnaissance of the of the building. Okay, so maybe he'll rescue um, Elijah. That's uh, contributed by Karina. Thanks for the name. Appreciate it. So, what I was going to so yeah, we saw him. You know, we saw Deathstroke yanked off, and we saw. Uh, Daryl running off in the woods and, and I don't know if he was running after one of them or if he was chasing after one of you know Maggie's group I couldn't because again it's dark and, and, and they made it intentionally confusing yeah um, it was like a melee it was crazy but I feel like he was chasing one of them because he like whistled for dog to chase them yeah and, and that's kind of where I, I, I'm at too um, but the director did say that you know the, the whole scene was made to 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 make you very off balance mm-hmm. disorientated you know as if you were in the middle of it mm-hmm. and, and i think they really did succeed in, in giving you that that very disorientating feeling you know there wasn't you know a clear line of attack there wasn't you know it was flipping back and forth and there was no real winner or loser in this particular you know situation um you know it was it was simply a matter of, you know, everyone surviving the best they can. Yeah. I have to say though, I was not surprised that some of the people that Maggie brought back with her were the ones to be killed. I'm like, you need some bodies to die. Those are the ones that will go down, unfortunately. So none of them surprised me. 
Yeah, and, and, and like I said, except for, what do you say his name? Definitely. Elijah. Elijah. Mm-hmm. Except for Elijah, I'm pretty sure we, we have seen every one of the people that went with her from the original, um, her from, from that colony, are all are all dead. Yeah. We can make that, I, I'm pretty sure they're all dead at this point. Um, unless, of course, there might be a few of them that were, that were captured and taken by these people. Yeah. Um, I had a hard time with the numbers trying to sort out who was all there. I, cause they, it was the Reapers. There were a lot of the Reapers. It looked like a gang of them. I didn't count, but if I had to just remember by glancing, maybe eight to 10 of them. And, and Maggie's group was already considerably diminished by the yeah. time that they had gotten out of the subway. And, um, they only had what, maybe six. And we know the one guy that had already been, um, hurt was, he was killed right off the bat. Right off yeah. Mm hmm. Um, I honestly, I really kind of thought that Father Gabriel was going to die when we saw him get, you know, clipped in the neck. Yeah. But apparently it was, it was a shallow, um, wound. I got to say though, I really, really liked that scene when Gabriel follows the the one guy oh my god he's like pray for me he's looking at him like yeah right (laughs) like damn you know and and honestly i gotta say i'm a little surprised i mean i think we've all seen father gabriel's faith in god diminish over the last season or two um it's not that he's completely lost his faith it's just like he's lost his faith in god yeah, he was, yeah. I, he's, yeah, I think he's definitely swaying a bit. He's probably just become really hardened, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't, I don't think he doesn't believe in God anymore. I just, he thinks that. I, I don't think he believes in a personal God anymore. Yeah. You know, that there is, you know, I think he still believes, but, you know, he doesn't have the, the, the personal God, you know, where God will come down and intervene or look over you or whatever you know that it's just there's something there but it doesn't give a shit yeah and you know and uh but the the one thing i did catch from that little exchange though is um whoever these these people are the you know the bad guys they're uber religious yeah but it like it sounds like it's gonna be some twisted way clearly i i get the impression that they're kind of like um uh templar knights Mm. that's that's what i you know the feel that i got is that because of the judas walker well the not even just that but just the fact that i mean the the they're warrior monks you know warrior priests is is the impression that i'm getting because they they seem to be very pious and dogmatic um, but that doesn't mean they won't kill people because, you know, again, like the Templar Knights, they kill lots of people. Mm-hmm. And, well, I don't know. Those with those masks and stuff, it just seems a little bit like it's going to be really twisted. And oh, I'm not saying that it's not going to be twisted. Anytime you, you throw in religion with war, you've got massive twisting of God only knows what to justify. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, but yeah, I mean, the fact that he was just so tickled that, you know, Father Gabriel, a priest, was the one to follow him. He, you know, I am blessed. This is a blessing. 
You know, I was kind of let down that Gabriel couldn't get it together enough to try to question him a little bit before he offed him. Yeah, I, you know, I was, I was a little disappointed too, but, you know, we have to give it, give him a little bit of, you know, slack because, you know, he'd already been, you know, his neck had been cut. He was shot or he had an arrow in his leg or, (coughs) sorry, not an arrow, but an, a, uh, yeah, like an ice pick thing or something. It was crazy Mm -hmm. looking. And, you know, I mean, he, he was having a rough day. Yeah, he totally was. But, I mean, I, he was right in the frame of mind to, like, torture somebody for answers. He was there. <laughs> he probably could have did it. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it is, you know, here's the thing. So, Father Gabriel's off by himself. He has no idea if anyone else has survived. Um, You know, it's, it's, now, I do believe Maggie gave them the location of one of the, the, one of the supply depots because she kept saying we need to get to the, to the, you know, get to the location. Yeah. And I don't think it's the town. I think it's the supply depot. Okay. So my guess is, is in this next episode, um, people will be meeting up there, you know, whatever stragglers, whatever people are left. Yeah. I don't think there are though. So, okay, so let's read this comment from Karina. Frost and Elijah, I don't remember who Frost was. I don't remember what happened to Frost, are still alive from Maggie's group. Um, alive as in not killed on screen. Yeah, that's what we said about Elijah. We were wondering what happened to him. Um, but I don't remember Frost. I don't remember what kind of, um, uh, what do you want to call it? What kind of injury they had. Do you remember, Lisa? Frost, male or female. I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I I don't know all these little people. I'm like, I just expect them all to die. (laughs) I just. (laughs) Cannon fodder. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, like I said, the the ones that are surviving, that that, that have survived and and have not been captured. So that would Um, be. um, So Daryl. Right. Father Father Gabriel. And who else? Because Alden is in the that house. In the church. And then yeah, Maggie yeah. and Negan. Yeah. And then, you know, the Frost and... Um, Elijah. Elijah. <laughs> You're going to never forget this guy's name after this. Oh, yes, I will. It's, he's Deathstroke as far as I'm concerned. A Deathstroke. Okay, yeah. I can see it, though. I can see it. <laughs> I I watch... I watch a lot of comic book shows. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> just say it. But yeah, I mean, so my guess is, is some people are going to the ones that remember are going to show up at the at the checkpoint or at the the, the depot, you know, the the supply depot, mm-hmm. and all except for probably Daryl or maybe Daryl will recon and go back. But I, I know that in in the upcoming uh, commercial you know, or preview for next week, they had him, you know, scouting the the building. I still don't think he's going to be so lucky. Because the way they sneak up on you, like I'm thinking about the mall scene, right? One of those Reapers came out of nowhere while Maggie was in that stairwell. Like he basically stepped out of the darkness. Well, but here's the thing. And and, and I will, um, you know, Daryl has one advantage that none of the others have. He has dog. Mm-hmm. And, you know, dog is, you know, has better ears, better nose. And so, you know, if, if anyone's sneaking up on Daryl, I'm pretty sure dog's going to notice. 
he will notice and he's also loud yeah so So, i don't know i don't know i'm curious to see what happens with that but these reapers are definitely maybe they are military trained like you know maggie was saying before because they're very stealthy right and and that's what i that's the impression i get i mean even when they were when they were fighting in the in the the shopping mall you know he gets stabbed in the back and you know, he throws out smoke bombs mm-hmm. and disappears. And you know, he probably didn't get very far, not with that kind of an injury. He's just hiding really well. He's hiding. You know? Yeah. But I, I really got to say, I, I don't understand. Okay, so Negan has this hurt leg. Okay, because we saw him digging a knife out of his leg. Mm-hmm. It was an arrow. Arrow. He had an arrow. And, you know, so he's injured. Maggie's honestly more shook up than, than injured. Um, but uh, now you're just going to be thinking of Elijah. And that's not his name. Um, Duncan? Who are you talking about? You know, there that was in the shopping mall with him. Oh, Alden? Alden. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and if they did it, it was done off screen. But I'm thinking to myself. Okay, so that was kind of a bad injury, but his intestines aren't spilling out. Um, why didn't they bind it at least? Did they at least bind the wound? Because I didn't notice any of them doing that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm pretty sure if it had been bound, it probably would have been a little bit better for him. But I think they just kind of took off with them. Yeah, we got to go. Okay, you're in a mall and you got a few minutes. Yeah, that's but, true. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um they really didn't attend to any of their injuries. No. They're just all kind of limping around like, you know, the walking wounded. Like, Negan is, like, hilarious to me during all of this. Like, when, you know, they went to help him get up, he Negan was, like, looking like, oh, great, now we have to carry this dead weight. Yeah. And then they're, like, limping along, and they hear um, Agatha screaming, and he's like, so we're going toward the screaming? Great. <laughs> like, this is what we're doing. Like, okay, smart mouth. <laughs> he had a lot of very long suffering looks all throughout this. Yes. Show. You know, the, the, you know when, when they were picking him up, you know, the, the look he gave Maggie when he saw the Judas, you know. Mm-hmm. And now I will say, though, when things got dicey there in the woods, he's like, no, I'll, you know, I, I've got, you know, Eldon. And, you know, he freed up Maggie and, and, and he did. He, he picked, or not picked him up, but lifted him up and, you know, hightailed him out of there. Yeah, he did. And, you know, so, you know, again, is Negan a good guy? No, he's not. But, you know, he can do good things. On he game. has his moments. He has his moments. <laughs> his purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and this suited his purpose. Yeah. I don't know. Maggie, I feel like she's still not quite um, balanced as far as thinking of this mission. Like, yeah. You know, the execution is kind of flawed still, even though she knows. And I mean, they're desperate. She's like, you know, he's like, we shouldn't do that. That's not a good idea. And she's like, well, come up with a plan that doesn't involve us all starving to death. Right. And he couldn't contribute anything. <laughs> so she's like, no, then. You don't understand because my, I would have said, we're going to hit all of the supply depots. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to survive. We're just going to go completely around your, you know, your, your old homestead. And we're going to go to the supply depots. 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess he didn't think of it. But, you know, he's trying to get them to stay out of the, the street. And she's like, no. And it's like, oh, my gosh. It's just the back and forth between them. It's nauseating at times. Uh, and I guess some people are liking the banter. I don't know. I have to see because obviously going into next episode, they're spending a lot of alone time. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and really, you can see that even if... Negan had a good idea. I don't think, I don't think Maggie would listen to him. Even if he did have a brilliant idea, she would find some fault in it. Which is a and, shame. And I'm not saying that he would. I'm yeah. just saying that at this point, her mindset is whatever, whatever Negan says, it's bad or it's wrong or, you know. You're whatever. not going to tell me what to do. You're not going to tell me what to do. You know, and, and I think. Pretty much all their steps up to this point has been from this place of you're not going to tell me what to do. You know, I think this is a bad idea. We shouldn't go into the subway. Don't care. We're doing it. You know, I think with all these bodies laying around in the watermarks up there and it's raining outside that this is probably not a good idea. We should go back. Not doing it. (laughs) I mean, right. I really don't know that we should be on a main road if we're trying to be stealthy. Oh, we're going there. You know, it doesn't matter what he says. I know. It's because she doesn't trust him still. She doesn't trust him. I know she doesn't trust him, but at the same time, you know, as a good leader, whether he says he is saying stupid, you know, stupid, selfish stuff or not, you know, she should still be able to think and go, you know, he's got a point. And Mm -hmm. I know she doesn't. And I know part of it is, is she absolutely does not want Negan to be right. No, she doesn't want to give him an inch because she'll probably think he'll take a mile. She doesn't want to give him any sense that he has any power in this situation. Well, you know, or, you know, or any, any worth, any use, any influence, nothing. Don't give him anything. Exactly. And yet she was the one that insisted that he come along. (laughs) Right. Because supposedly he knew the area because that's where he was from. Exactly. Yeah, which is just dumb. Yeah. You know, I mean, which is why we all, you know, I was with Negan. Oh, yeah, she's going to try and kill you. You know, <laughs> you know, it's not that she wanted him along for that company. No, of course not. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, so I really think that, and, and I kind of think that that's why by the time they got to the church, and he's like, you're going to have to make a choice. And she went on this long, blah, blah you can't tell me what to do thing. And he just looks at her and he says, but you still have to make the choice. Right. And it was true. And he left it. That was one smart thing I think he did. Or, you know, like he did not try to tell her. He knows he can't tell her what to do. Yeah. He knows this. <laughs> and I think that he thinks that if he pushes her just the right way, she'll make the choice that needs to be made, which she will. She didn't try to drag Alden out the house. He has to, or out the right. church. He has to stay. He has to stay. He has to stay. You know, and, but again, I mean, it, like I said, it's, you know, and, and I did, you know, again, like I said, he's like, you know, you're going to have to make the choice. And I mean, she really, I mean, she, it was probably at least a five minute little diatribe that she had of all the things, you know. I know. And, Cause I can't. Help- See, I can't help but think that while Maggie, like, you know, she had no problem sacrificing Gabe, you know, but I think overall, she's probably thought she lost too many people, really. Yeah. So oh, she I, absolutely has. 
right. So I think that may have been kind of like working her narrative a little bit to make her question if leaving Alton was the right thing to do because she's already down so many people that she cares about. Because you saw how she screamed when um, Elijah was like yanked away. <laughs> she yeah. she really cares for that guy, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe that's affecting her decision making as well. Right. And here's the thing. I really think that if she had not demanded that, that Negan go with them, if she had gone without him, um, I don't think she would have been nearly as reckless as she was. Mm. Because she has been reckless. Yeah, she's doing a Carol. <laughs> Carol was yeah. being reckless before. Like, what? And, yeah. And I, you know, she's trying to prove a point. She's trying to show Negan up. She's trying to, you know, there's all these different conflicting things going on with Maggie. And, and mostly what it's coming down to is because Negan is there, she is making piss poor decisions. And yeah. Her because she's Maggie. Right. I mean, even that scene when Agatha, man, okay, must I just, I have to just say that scene where the walker tore into her arm, I'm like, that is not skin. That thing, that just tore off like it was, <laughs> you know. So she's trying to help Agatha, and Agatha's like basically yelling at her to leave, and Negan has to drag her away. Like, do you not see them, like, attacking her? <laughs> you cannot help her. It's lost. Give up. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I'm, it's sad to say, but at that point, it does give them better odds of getting away from them because the walkers are now They're distracted by fresh meat. Yeah. You know, and, and, it's, you know, and it's Negan that went back and, and saved Maggie, mm-hmm. you know? So, and, and I don't, again, there may be selfish reasons it but i I really think oh hell yeah can you imagine negan coming back to that town without maggie and almost all her group is gone they all will be looking at him with a side eye oh yeah yeah i mean he has to bring at least one of them back alive yeah (laughs) but you know it's just it's like i said i mean i i really i am not I am feeling sorry for everyone that's around Maggie at this point because really Maggie is the the way that this has all gone down. You know, they're going blindly into a situation they have no idea what they're going into. She's blindly throwing them into dangerous situations and she's done it over and over and over again. You know, most of the deaths that have happened on this particular little trek can't be thrown directly at Maggie's feet. Yeah. But I think also, you know, not only do they trust her, but they are feeling literally the hunger in their stomachs. Right. And they're like, well, what else can we do? You know, let's just try. What else can we're going to die of starvation if we don't try? Right. But again, supply depots. Yeah. Supply depots. Yeah. I mean, but you can't assume there's enough there to feed all those people. I don't know. The way yeah. she, you know, the way she was explaining it, you know, that if anything had happened to any of the communities, they could fall back on these and resupply. Mm. So that implies that it's not just like, you know, a couple of, you know, MREs or something that these are, you know, I, I'm going to go with my, what I'm thinking is probably like the same kind of, um, like caches like they had at, um, 
on Fear the Walking Dead when what's her name had the uh, the stadium. Oh, you know they had they had these little you know side uh, spots where they hid food and everything just in case, just in case. Right. And so my guess is, you know, there, there's probably supplies enough enough supplies that that you know they if if their community was was overrun they, they could get to one of these and, mm-hmm. and be okay mm-hmm. so that's why i'm saying if i'll bet you they walk in and, and there's probably going to be enough but of course by the time they get there and, and here's here's where i'm at they keep saying it's too late to turn turn back. No, it's not because at this point you have so few people that even if you found enough food for everyone, how would you carry it? Yeah, you can't get it back. Yeah, you have no way to get it back to the people. You don't have horses. You don't have a, you know. There's no more vehicles. You you know, you got dog. Okay. <laughs> right. He might be able to pull a sled, maybe. Right. Yeah, you know, and I suppose that they could make you know sleds of of a kind. You know, or mm-hmm. you know, some kind of stretcher type things with poles. But the fact is, is they're not they're not going to be able to bring back at this point enough supplies to make any difference in Alexandria at this point. No, not with all those people. They'd have to make multiple runs. You know, so because they're down to even if everyone that we we have no idea about survives. Okay, so we've got two, three, four, five, six, six people max at this point there's no way that six people half of which are injured right let's not forget that yeah are going to be able to bring enough supplies back to feed everyone in alexandria they're going to have to make the stupid trip again yeah honestly they should have waited for what carol did this episode so you know back you know home carol is busy being carol (laughs) blowing off her shift <laughs> to go find the horses. And it's not the worst idea ever. It's actually a really good idea. And she had a good point. Yeah. You know, we need these horses. We we need to be able to travel further afield. We we can't you know, we can't just stay here. We we've got to go and we need horses for that. Yeah, she she said it even. She's like we can't carry more than a bag of grain without horses like exactly. we don't we can't do it and that was really smart honestly if they had those horses they would have been you know able to do a lot more faster but then again those horses might be dead because of the reapers if they took the horses right. but um but, even but still i mean like like carol said what are they going to be able to bring back a bag of grain a piece yeah yeah you know, is that how much you know, considering how much, how many of the MREs they got, and, and that's not enough. Mm-hmm. And that was way more people working together, you know. Yeah. Um, there, there's just, yeah, it, it's it's not, it's not going to work out so well. Yeah. And I did like the little, you know, team Carol gathered, you know, with uh, Kelly and Magna and mm-hmm. uh, what's her face? You know, what's her face? You know, who? What's her name? You're asking me. Yes, I'm asking you. <laughs> I swear, I all I want to say is Selena because I just got finished watching Selena a few weeks ago, and I, that's all I see her as now. <laughs> person asking me oh i know i know i forgot no okay (laughs) yeah but y'all know coco's mother we'll just say that (laughs) 
Um, yeah. I like the team. It was cool. They got along. They did what they needed to do. Although I feel like, uh, Rosita, thank you, Karina. Thank you. So I feel like, um, Magna was different than I expected in this episode. How about you? Did you think she was a different kind acting kind of character than the past? She had less of an edge to her than I felt, but maybe she's more protective. I I mean, I think protective would probably be a good, good way to put it. Yeah, I feel like she's definitely softer around the edges. And I really want to know what happened between Magda and Kelly. Yeah. Um, Because clearly there's something there and Magna doesn't want Carol to, you know, I guess keep helping Kelly look for Connie. Cause I think that's ultimately while they're out doing things, they're looking yeah. for her. And they are. Yeah. And, and, you know, she was, you know, told, you know, told Carol, stop. You just need to stop. Stop make, keeping false hope, hope alive. And what does Carol yeah. do at the end? She's like, let's go Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, what you talking about? I'm doing what I want. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then, you know, Carol, and again, Carol's making, the hard choices so she picks the one horse that looks like it's doing the worst of all of them you know yeah and and kills it and and you could see it it hurt her man it It did it did and you know i mean carol did kill a kid once so she will do the hard thing she will do it she don't like it but she'll do it yeah Um, and that's just i mean that's carol i mean mm -hmm. since second season Carol has been the kind of person that it it might be hard, but if it's the right decision, or at least seems to be the right decision, it's not always cut and dry, you know, but when it seems to her to be the right decision, you know, it was the right decision. They were all starving. Right. And that was the right decision. Yeah. Um, and I did really like the, the interaction between the kids. Oh yeah. I thought that was, it was just, you know, we love you, sweetie. We'll be back soon. Yeah. Right. Like, what's wrong with these adults? They're crazy. And little Herschel is, like, telling them, like, look, take small bites. Chew fast. You know, it's better than spiders or whatever he said it was. I'm like, yeah. Lord have mercy, child. He's been through it. And yeah. he asked, you know, um, what's her face if she's been on the road? And she's like, not like that. Not yeah. not like that, dude. Yeah, not like <laughs> Judith is like, yeah. I have not been that hard up where I'm eating spiders. So no, thank you. <laughs> now, now I will say, and I, I have never actually eaten horse, but I've heard that horse is actually pretty good. So, you know, it's, I've heard that it's better than beef. Really? Well, I mean, the scene where Magna was eating the horse, she looked like she was eating barbecue, which she probably was in real life, but it was fine. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, it's, you know, the, 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 the the chart on the things that we eat and we don't eat depends on like acuteness usefulness level yeah <laughs> i mean honestly if i were starving i would be eating that horse like it was beef i wouldn't oh, even yeah. i'd be like yeah it's fine throw yeah, some I mean, pepper I, on I, this I, mug and I, I, it'd be I fine like horses, you know but you know it's there's really not a huge difference between a horse and a cow yeah you know? Yeah, I'm sure it tastes so, a little gamey, but you know, food is food. When you're starving, I'm sure it's not that nasty. 
Right. Well, and again, it, it's probably, you know, or deer. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, so, but like I said, I, I really did, you know, the kids are just sitting there basically at the kitchen table playing, you know, uh, a card game. That was super cute. I really liked it. I'm like, oh, we get to see, you know, RJ and Judith and Herschel actually get some words. I mean, more than mommy <laughs> or whatever he said before. And um, yeah, it's cool. I'm down for it. And did we see at. Okay. We didn't see that baby, though. The baby, Alden's uh, adopted son. We didn't see him. Yeah. Uh, Adam, I think was Adam. his name. Yeah. Oh, uh, I hope Alden makes it out alive. That would suck if he died. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm looking at that going, oh, I don't really want him to die. Yeah. But I could see where he might. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, you know, he started off as one of the saviors and, and then he, you know, he's, he's really come a long way. Yeah. You know? So I would I would hate for him as a character to die, but I I suppose if if someone has to be sacrificed, you know. Now I do wonder if Judith dropped a small spoiler or if it was wishful thinking. Judith said, you know, my mom always comes back. Yep. And RJ's like, yeah. <laughs> Will we see her again in this season at the end, or was it kind of just wishful thinking? You know, I've, I've heard rumors that we will see her at least one more time before the end of, um, before this wraps up. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that we're going to see her in Alexandria or with the kids? Not necessarily. Right. Not necessarily. Yeah. Um, on a, on a sidebar, I did see a commercial for, um, <sighs> you know, the show I can never remember the name for. Not I don't Tomorrowland, know. Not Discovery. Not the other Walking Dead show with the teenagers. Oh, oh World Beyond. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I saw, I saw a commercial for World Beyond and uh, Jadis was in it. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw the preview. I'm like, oh, snap. Finally, she's going to show up. And I bet it's going to be like toward the end of the season. Yep. So... So we see her, and we know because it only has one more season. It's it's a two season show. So I know, you know, we'll we'll see. And again, there's rumors that Rick might show up on it. I don't think he will, but I think there will be mention of him or a picture of him, or you know, he'll be there, but off camera. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, since you brought up that trailer, I have to admit, I thought that trailer looked pretty good. But you know, they are really good at tricking us with some tightly woven trailers and good editing. And then we'd be like, oh, this isn't that good after all. Yeah. So I'm trying not to get too excited. Because the trailers for before the show started, I'm like, this actually looks kind of good. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give it some some props. It would be, you know, interesting because these kids have been, you know, confined and this will be them going out and exploring the brand new world, so to speak, or whatever. And, you know, of course, when I when I first initially saw them, we we weren't sure what the timeline was. Um, I I initially had thought it was well past um, the current, you know, Walking Dead stage instead of being right about alongside it. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, yeah, they're 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 pretty good at at the deception. 
Yes, we get one thing and see something else. So who knows? I'm not, you know, and it's coming on, right? I think in October, I think it's coming on next month. Yeah, it's, um, no, if you give me a second, I can tell you. Okay. Thinking on my phone. I started a thingy on my phone that tells me when shows start. Oh, nice. You downloaded an app. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you got, there's an app for that. <laughs> yeah, I found an app for that. Well, it, part of it's because since I've cut cable, it in every, and I have all these different services, it's really hard to keep track of stuff. Yeah, that's you know I mean? how I use the app too, just so you'll know what comes on and what you've missed. 27 days. Okay. All right. So that means we're, okay, so this is what I don't know. I'm sure Karina knows the answer. Let us know if you know. So, what? So, so the the one starts in 27 days, but Fear the Walking Dead starts in 41 days. Okay, so that's my question. So when uh, World Beyond starts, is the Walking Dead on hiatus until next year, or is the Walking Dead going to, you, are they, is it going to be a double feature kind of thing for a couple of weeks and then drop off when fear comes back? I didn't see how those dates aligned. So, uh, hang on, give me a yeah, I'm curious because I know we probably will have fear and world beyond back to back when fear starts like last mm-hmm. time. But the question will be, is walking dead going to continue a couple weeks while world beyond is running? Okay, let's see. We've got, let's see, episode 5 in 13 days, episode 6 in 27 in in 27 days, and episode 8 in 34 days. So there's going to be a slight overlap. Hmm. So World Beyond starts October 3rd. Fear starts October 10th. Um, so, so will we have... Um, the Walking Dead on October third. Uh, it doesn't tell me the dates. It says thirty-four days from now for episode eight. This is weird. So are they going to have? Okay, so Karina says the Walking Dead mid-season is October tenth. So October tenth, they're going to be three episodes: World Beyond Fear and The Walking Dead. Is that right? Is that what you're saying, Let's Karina? Let us let me know for sure. So I know I'll know if I'll have to watch three episodes that Sunday. I'll have okay, to so watch we'll some have, ahead. Yeah, we'll have to put some. We might have to. If that's the case on that particular night, we might want to show up at six. I know. Show up an hour early for you guys on the uh, East Coast with me. That would be seven. So because so, if we're talking about three episodes, we need a little more time. Uh huh. Because that means we'll be talking about the second episode of World Beyond, the premiere of Fear, and the mid-season finale of The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll need at least all of two hours for that. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that and make sure <laughs> we have enough time when that yeah, comes around. Well, because the, the app I have, it doesn't give me a calendar. It just it just tells me how many days. Okay. You know. So, Yeah. Oh, now she said, sorry, fear is October 17th. So maybe we'll only have two episodes. We'll have the World Beyond second episode in the mid-season finale of The Walking Dead on the 10th. Okay. Whew. It does feel like they're kind of crowding them more so than they normally do because there's usually not overlap between The Walking Dead and um, 
you know, they, they try to space all the, the three different shows out. Yeah. Um, and now there's definitely going to be overlap between them. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm excited for fear to return. Um, I think, um, I've been really liking it. I like last season. Yeah, you too. Yeah, so I'm ready for that to come back. And then we have a while to wait after the mid-season finale for this show, for The Walking Dead. We have a while to wait. I think it's probably, if I had to guess, it would probably be a February return like it always is. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that's, I, I believe so, yes. Yeah. Um, now, how many, are, are I want to say, for, I, I've heard that, was there going to be 20 episodes, but somehow I don't think that's right. 24 is what I saw. 24. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So basically they'll do um, eight episodes, eight episodes, eight episodes. Mm, mm. You mean cut in it uh, into three segments, part one, two, and three? Mm-hmm. Maybe. That would make sense. That yeah. Would make sense. Yeah, definitely. That does make sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. do the February through, you know, the springtime thing and then back in the, you know, the, the season finale or the season ending uh, in the fall like they, you know. Or summer. They could do another summer round like they did this year. They could. Yeah. I don't know. I guess mm. we'll have to find out. Hmm. Interesting. It's far, so far out, my app says yeah mine's only shows through the 10th i was just looking so mine's only shows the end the mid-season finale okay well i'm curious to see what they do and i guess they're working on this movie y'all i guess (laughs) yeah i mean i've been getting i've been hearing a lot more hype of it um now i don't know when they when they're talking movie i don't know if they're talking movie theater anymore um but you can see that there. I've, I've been hearing, you know, clippets from here and there. Basically, um, they're trying part of what they're going to be doing for with all three um, shows is building up towards the the new Rick movie. Mm-hmm. So, and now if it's going to be an AMC thing or if it's going to be like an H, you know. A, Amazon premiere movie or if it's going to go in the movie theaters it's it's hard to say at this point you know I kind of have a feeling if it's going to go okay so let's just make a guess so if the movie comes out like in the fall mm-hmm. of next year you know they could totally try a movie release right. although I wish they wouldn't I wish they wouldn't um, yeah I don't know if they're going to be able to make it movie-like enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, I get you. I just don't want to be sitting there watching one long-ass episode. I want it to feel like a movie. Right, exactly. I mean, I, I would prefer, my preference would be to actually release it as a, you know, make basically made for TV for mm. AMC. Mm-hmm. You know, or get like someone like Amazon involved and, and up the production value some. And, and have them release on there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it. the thing of it is, is COVID has been so disruptive to everything for so long and has pushed these movies back and everything else. I just, you know, you guys have built this up. Just give us a damn movie. I know. Just, just give it to us. We're I know. Watchers, 
from the beginning. Just give us the stupid movie. And I'm, I'm even to the point where I'm really trying not to expect too much of it. Because I feel like it's going to be not as good as, you know, they were trying to tell us it's going to be. And then they'll turn around and blame it on COVID. But in my point of view, because you guys waited so long to start, you had more time to perfect that script. Yeah. Because of COVID. Yeah. So I so, guess we're going to find out. Yeah. And who knows? They might not even make it, you know, as many as they thought they were going to make. They'll probably make some changes. Mm. Well, okay. Hmm. Well, anything else on to, uh, last night's episode of Hunted? Uh, I guess it was titled Hunted. No, I think I'm good. I yeah, think we have we have run the gambit. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm good on that episode. It was like a a lot of stuff happened, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, again, I mean. Got a lot of. I don't even want to call it character development as much as you know. We really kind of just connected with these characters that are all in these different situations, you know. Yeah. And and I think they really did do a good job of of spreading out the, um, the focus throughout the episode on the various characters. Yeah. So maybe yeah. they'll come back around to the um, Commonwealth next week split it between the reapers and the commonwealth or split it between no yeah you said you saw um daryl scoping things out so definitely they'll be showing the reapers hmm Mm -hmm. hmm okay you know biblical biblical passages and spitting mad (laughs) and all their craziness yeah so we'll have to see how that goes so i guess that's it we're gonna end the show here Thanks so much for checking out tonight's episode, guys. Of course, you know how to reach us. All of the links are below in the show notes. And we will catch you guys on Monday. Take care of yourselves. Bye, guys. If you enjoyed today's episode, support the show by sharing this podcast with other TWD fans or on your favorite social media space. Join the conversation real time by catching us live on Spreaker, and we may include your comments during the show. You can find The Recap both on Instagram and Twitter at The Recap Pods. You can also join our Facebook group of the same name. The links for everything I've mentioned are below in the show notes. The Recap is a part of the Nerdy Maven Podcast Network. You can also reach us via email at therecappods at gmail.com. Until next time, kill some walkers.